You know some mornings when you wake up in the same bed you went to sleep the night before, inhabiting the same skin and bones inside the same head, with the same bag of experiences you had when you went under. But then, when the sun comes up, there's something new there. An idea and it's loud and convenient and comfortable and it rattles everything. The floor, when you try to get up, it shakes under your feet because with that thought, everything is changed. That's what brings me here. There's a giant inside my chest the size of Smaug the dragon. Geeks will know what I'm talking about. This thing is screaming stories inside me and they want to come out. This giant thumps inside on my ribcage and it's very unsettling. Sometimes it's painful, sometimes I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't think of anything else because it wants me to take action, to tell people, to scream what I have to say. I have seen a lot of podcasts interviewing artists and giving techniques and examples of how to write, to paint, to compose better, how to find inspiration. There are millions of courses of all levels and sorts, universities, there are books about how to delve into the technical ability of any type of artistic pursuit. This is not it. Instead, this is about the practical, what's around the art, not the creating itself. It's what encases it, so the creation can come through the space in the middle. It is as if you plug a hose into your life, where the flow will always come through. Weekly you go there, open the tap, and it flows in. We are talking about the hose, not the water here. I've had to read a lot of books and do a lot of experiments on myself to get to where I am now. In 2010, I took a sabbatical year to pursue my writing dream. I could have created three times more and had 10 times more fun if only I knew then what I know now. I thought I had all the time and funds I needed to write. Instead, I found myself on the way. I was anxious all the time. I was never sure I was working on the right project and never felt I was doing enough. Was I giving it the right attention? Would it come to fruition before I ran out of money? Could I find a way of surviving as a writer in one year? Well, I didn't. I was also very anxious any time I took from the writing. On weekends, it felt like I was wasting time, so I didn't rest, I didn't recharge, which meant I wasn't very inspired as a result. Running out of money was almost a relief when the year finished. Still, I did achieve a lot then, but now I could have enjoyed the process much more and at least doubled my creative output. And certainly the quality could have been much better if I had not burdened my creativity with my anxiety. I can't go back in time and give myself what I have discovered from then to now, but I can give voice to the giant inside me and give this knowledge to you. What are you waiting for to start creating? To start doing what you really want to do, to say, to write, to paint? to sculpt, to invent, to create a new company, or to play? Are you waiting to retire, to have more time, more money, for the children to grow up? 
Are you waiting for that brilliant idea, the right resources, the alignment of the planets? You don't need to wait anymore. You can start right now from wherever you are with whatever you have. I'm no one special. If I have been doing this for 20 years, so can you. Right now, I'm the poster child for imposter syndrome. I'm bookless, jobless, boyfriendless. I'm a middle-aged woman and therefore the old definition of invisible. My dry spell has lasted so long that the planet of the fiction Dune comes to mind. But my characters, oh boy, they have fun. You may think I have so much to give and no one specific to give it to. No job, no partner, no child. Funnily enough, I'm also regretless. If I waited for validation, I would have nothing. Instead, I'm plentiful. Having nothing and being nothing are very different things. I am so rich. I have created so many wonderful stories and I live in a world filled with beautiful characters I can't wait to share with the world. I have self-published six books, I write with inspiration in two languages, I have completed a master's of creative writing in my second language, I'm published in anthologies, and I have been told by an editor of a main editing house that something I wrote was lyrical in English. That took me seven years after my master's to achieve. I have vlogged for many years and published articles in magazines. I have even interviewed Justin Bieber for Brazilian Team Magazine back in 2012. I don't wait for recognition. I have fun creating and embark on the next adventure as soon as I finish something or get over a rejection. And while doing all these things, I have learned how to do one thing very well. It's how to be creative consistently. Every week, every time I have space for creating, how to protect my creativity and to understand the creative process, to understand myself as an artist in the middle of it. I know how to be creative when life is too interesting and distracting, when I'm too busy at work, when I'm buying a house, when everything is crashing around me, when I'm job hunting, when people I love die, when my hormones are raging, raging good or raging bad, and when I feel depressed. I can create through a lot of inspiration and through nothing at all. And what to do to be always ready and prepared for when inspiration comes. I have transformed and driven everything in my life, all actions, all choices, to be doing exactly this writing and telling stories. This is it for me, my own heaven. It took me 25 years from the moment I discovered that writing was what I wanted to do with my life to get to where I am now. I migrated from Brazil to Australia in 2003 with the sole purpose of creating quality of life for writing. I went through a divorce, various jobs and challenges until I was able to start working part-time. That was when my creative side really improved. Having one day a week of quality time for writing changed everything. But it isn't how it started. You can start right now. 
with a few hours per week and even less. And the desire for a creative space for you can mean anything. You may be an artist, a scientist, a parent who wants to create engaging playtime, a coder, a musician, an innovator, an architect, a philosopher, an entrepreneur. Everyone is a creative in some way. If you protect the time for inspiration, divine ideas will come. I hope this podcast can help you. In this show, you will hear about how to establish a framework to get your creative practice going, bringing in consistent creative productivity. I'm Tanya Crivalenti, an author who has been on the storytelling path for 20 years now. In joy and in chaos, and I'm able to be productive every week. I invite artists and all types of creators and trailblazers out there to hear about a practical process, metaphors and examples to achieve creative space mastery. The plan for season one is to give you 13 episodes of about 20 minutes each, an episode every two weeks. We will talk about what is this creative space to master, that it is the one you can establish right now involving all activities relating to your art, its recurring, non-negotiable and contractual, meaning happiness and in sadness, imperfect as hell, and that it has space with space. Then, what it is to bravely declare your mission. Next, about being a professional while it lasts. Treating your art with respect. Episode 4 will be about the duck of inspiration, where to start and the difference between wants and shoulds. One of my favorite themes is chaos under management, where we talk about having too much or too little inspiration and riding the lows gracefully, a hard lesson I had to learn. A fun one is the art of having fun doing whatever crap you want, where I ramble about limits and hardships and go over some very funny case studies. Episode 7 will be about your rabbit holds, protecting the process from yourself and about admin tasks. Next comes creating an impermeable membrane, which is even harder, protecting the process from others. Then we're not alone in the cosmos, surrounding yourself with inspiration, rewarding your efforts and finding resources and people who support you followed by mixing it up and the dark side of the brain, meaning changing the scenery, the way you create to promote more ideas. Resistance is futile, is something I read a lot about, how art resists being finished, the fear of completion and being exposed. We will talk about the curse of the mission compass, how to deal with this drive to be creative while going through your day-to-day life. And lastly, about freeing your mind inside the framework, making commitments and being able to trust yourself, finding yourself free to create and mastering the process. Thank you for listening to this Introduction to Creative Space Mastery podcast. You will find 
all about this at creativespacemastery.com. I hope you're ready to start. See you in episode one. Ciao! Thank you.